0: Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900-CHML. It's Friday, it's 1135, and of course that means Tech Talk. Uh, Brought to you by uh, Hamilton Limousine, a very, very busy company, but always time and uh, the best folks around. If you have to get from point A to point B, uh, call Marcus at Hamilton Limousine, and these guys will look after you. Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM Three Marketing, is with us here. Uh, You got your Christmas jersey on, or one of them, anyway. (laughs) I made this (laughs) This with my the ugly Christmas sweater. This is the
1: ugly Christmas sweater. My my oldest and I made this years ago. Actually, I'm getting a lot of flack from it from everyone on social media. I can understand. That looks the same, and I'm like, you know what? This has a lot of sentimental value. My o- my oldest and I one day we needed to make ugly sweaters. I went and got this at Value Village. I found a bib that says "My First Christmas" on the front of it, and then uh, I'm not exactly the greatest uh, seamstress uh, or seamster in the world. And anyway, I sewed it with her, and she made one, I made one, and uh, on the back I've got. You want to see the back of it? There,
0: see? Wow, you've see. got the the nutcracker. I got
1: the nutcracker dishcloth sewn onto the back. <laughs> so I was. Uh, this is my ugly sweater day, and well, my daughter's getting her wisdom teeth out. So. So I told her. I said, "I'm going to wear the ugly sweater for two reasons. One, because I'm thinking of you, honey, and the other reason is I'm pretty proud of it. So this is something that we did together, and uh, and it allows me to, you know, kind of showcase my my great style and clothing skills. And I think I've done a pretty good job. It actually matches pretty much everything else I'm wearing at the moment. I'm going to go out and limb and say your daughter's is probably better. (laughs) (laughs) Hers was amazing. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, she did great. She has horns and all sorts of like, you know, like uh, a fuzzy bears a teddy bear attached to it. So anyway, we have a lot of fun. We like to be- make our own ugly sweaters. That's our tech features uh, this week. All right, before we get into the script, uh, a, a word to the wise, don't get your phone wet. No, do not get your phone wet. And, you know, I, I got a, I got an email late. Now, Bill, I know, goes to bed early and I can honestly say this will probably happen to a lot of people, but yes, uh, if you get your phone wet, uh, as it is winter and it is raining and there is chances of, you know, these are not completely 100% older phones, I should say. Well,
0: this was my i6, which is, I guess, what, about three years old.
1: Three years old, yeah. Now, your iPhone Eight, I think he got the new one or whatever yeah, it was yeah. now. Yeah, that one's more water it's resistant. Water, water resistant, not yes, waterproof. That's right. But
0: this is the second time this has happened. I mean, this last yesterday when I lost my six, it was clumsiness. Okay. Yes, yeah. And I didn't even know it was on the desk. It was one of those things where I spilled the wa- oh geez, and I started yeah. picking papers. Oh my phones there! My like, yeah. God. <laughs> the first time it happened to me was yeah. about eight or nine years ago, and it was one of those flip phones. And I was just cleaning snow off the car. Yeah. And not yeah. even knowing, and my uh, the phone was in my pocket, and I looked at no, oh, it got damp, and boom, it was gone, and that's toast, right. and just gone.
1: Water is still not a favorite when it comes to electronics. I understand that as a. uh, uh, Now, I have the Samsungs, and they are waterproof which is, you know, yeah. not to brag, no, but to make a point is that was an exact situation. I can't I can't even begin to tell you. Well, I the,
0: the Apple 11 a 10 I think is like that.
1: Yes, the new ones are all waterproof. Well, that's because you can't even open them. I mean, this was actually one of the topics we were going to get into and just to touch on that, the new SIM cards are called eSIMs and all these new waterproof uh, phones uh, and the issues you have and that's now going to allow us to not have to get those little micro SIM chips that, you know, Rogers and Telus say yeah. oh, it's $25 for your SIM chip. In that activate, now you can easily activate it instantly with the eSIM. It stands for electronic SIM. And you can now just say, yeah, change my phone over to the new provider. And iPhone, kudos to them. They were very much revolutionary in the new iPhone X. Not only is it waterproof for you, uh, but they're also going to be more easier when it comes to actually changing providers.
0: Excellent. Anyway, uh, word to the wise and back up your data. All yes, right. another good thing too. Yeah, People we're working tend on to that. about that. I
1: think he did. He, he, you know what? We're we're still in this crisis mode with Bill because you know his information. I believe is still safe. But all right, we'll all right. talk to me about the Puma running shoe. You know what? This 1986. I remember this. I actually remember. I was in grade six in 1986. <laughs> Bill rolls his eyes at me. In 1986, it yeah, was you're an awesome. You were
0: 19, but you're in grade <laughs> six. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was trying so hard. I know. I, I know. know. I've come so far, but it was the Commodores. <laughs> 64, <laughs> the Apple II, those were the greatest. And this was one of the most amazing shoes uh, that were on the market. And it looked have, like man. this big bubble on the back of the heel. And inside of it was a microchip. And what it did was it actually, in 1986, would log how far you ran Uh, how many calories you burned, uh, uh, how long you were running for, your speed, your pace. And then what you would do is take your shoe, your Puma shoe, to your Commodore 64 with your three and a half inch floppy disk, (laughs) load it. It would take 35 minutes to load this program. In 35 minutes, you could download your shoe. Into your uh computer and a Commodore 64 would keep a record of uh all your files of how long you ran and everything. Well, the reason I bring all this I, up because is because you
0: know what people are looking listening to this and say, Well, my watch does that. But wa- like, this is 1986.
1: 1980. Yeah, this is like Orson Wells was talking about this in the in that day. But 1986 Puma had this. Well, they just came out with a retro sane style shoe, and it's going to now have Bluetooth in it, which you know we I mean, heck, we got beds that tell us. How long we've been sleeping with how many calories we're burning? Well, this is actually Puma's new bring back or retro style format. Um, the only thing I can tell you is the new Puma shoes will not synchronize with a Commodore 64 or an Apple II. But that that was pretty cool. I mean, when you really think about it, we we kind of have only started looking at health benefits and and sort of the yeah. you know how how often our heart's beating, how many calories we're burning, how many steps we're taking. And this is just uh, pretty amazing That in 1986 this existed And today they're just relaunching It with a little more, it comes with an app And all the other elements that you want with your shoe But it's got a Bluetooth built Right into the shoe, and it talks A little bit more about what features you have It tells how much compression you're, you're, you're uh, Putting on your shoe Which is equated to your knees yeah. So on and so forth, so it's really supposed to help you Balance your your running efforts
0: Alright, uh, speaking of new phones There's a new uh, new phone coming up now
1: Yeah, show me going to be coming out and this one's a little overblown i mean we've been talking about 16 megapixels 8 megapixels 24 megapixels and now we're getting just ridiculous you know it's like ludicrous speed from space balls i mean the new show Me phone from china is coming out it's a mid-range phone this phone is not like anything we could look at and go wow would it compare to a an iphone uh x or a, a samsung note 9 no it's it's a mid-range phone but it's got 48 megapixels as a camera. Now, that sounds to probably anyone listening going, "Eh, it sounds like a lot. What's that mean? What that means is that when you take a photo, you would be able to zoom in on it all the way down to the there'd be no micropixels. It would be uh, not blurry at all. You could almost zoom right into the photo and it would look like you could see that pop can in the distance if you took a photo. Why would we need that on a mid-range phone? I don't know. But the only thing I can think of is all the security features we have. The Chinese are coming out with a camera so good, they'll be able to zoom in very easily if your phone was ever hacked.
0: Alright, uh, doggy lovers are gonna love this one.
1: Doggy lovers, I know you've been sort of struggling. You leave your lovely puppy and you say goodbyes and you think to yourself, what's he doing when I leave? Oh my goodness, how is how is Fluffy and Muffins gonna ever survive? Well, the Furbo dog camera is now available. And for For $350, you can now keep an eye on your pet. You leave, it syncs with your phone, you can now connect anywhere in the world and you'll be able to access easily your puppy dog. But why couldn't you do that with any security camera? This one's got a little feature. As you are speaking with your puppy through your Furbo doggy camera... Andy does a very good thing. He lays down, he listens when you talk, you can see he's doing a very good job. He went potty on the pap- on, on the papers. You can now push a button and it will dispense a puppy treat. So now you can reward <laughs> your puppy from the camera so you know that your puppy can continue to be trained even when you're not home.
0: Excellent. And you'll know who chewed the slippers because the dog always looks like it wasn't me.
1: And there won't be a puppy treat for that when no, you're, when you're watching all. on that one.
0: All right. Uh, Qualcomm, what are they up to?
1: You know, Qualcomm, we're going to see a lot about this. I I mean, we've been hearing about privacies and Googles and Facebooks and everything else. Qualcomm is a a system that makes actually the microchips in the Apple iPhones. Um, You're going to be hearing a lot of uh, resistance in China over iPhone with all the trade issues happening with Huawei and all that. But the thing I thought was interesting is that in Canada, still, uh, Qualcomm is coming up with a new sensor that's going to really enhance the fingerprint. And I think we've seen the joke of, oh, I got a fingerprint scanner. Uh, If I get a piece of tape and I can mask your fingerprint... I can open your phone Well, the new one actually is a 3D finger fingerprint scanner it goes through the whole lens of the screen and now when you put your finger anywhere on the screen whether it's uh, it's going to be on iPhones on many of the upcoming phones with Samsung uh, it will instantly do a 3D read of your finger so this will remove any of the situations where someone could you know uh, take the piece of tape or uh, mimic your fingerprint or put it over, sop- uh, over top of uh, uh, a fake very 2D version which is a poor of your fingerprint, this one does your full fingerprint, and it's going to be available coming out in the next year.
0: All right, guys. On that topic, let's talk about identity and the facial recognition. It's getting bigger and bigger. It's getting bigger and bigger
1: and scarier and scarier. The White House has just confirmed that they have set up facial recognition systems around the entire government White House. Not only that, they're going to be implementing it across other government buildings, whether it's the IRS, CIA, FBI, any building will now have cameras and will be able to tap into CCTV cameras. This means if you go for a trip to the White House, even to take a look, your face will be logged in a file and could be used for the purposes of privacy research by the government of the United States. And there's a little rumor that CSIS is trying to implement this in our Canadian government as well. So they'll be able to put all facial recognition systems uh, from just visiting the outside of any government building. You will be recognized. You will be logged and you will have a file. I feel like this is a Leslie Neum movie. You will William be found. Man, yeah. I'll be like you know like one of those uh, lost or captured kind of movies, but it's actually quite scary
0: to be honest with you um, from, from that degree. but there's a, there's a privacy issue though, and we've talked about this as all these technologies are developing about, and, and people are concerned about who is watching and what are they doing with all that information
1: Yeah, well, and this is where I say, you know, talk about the White House and all that kind of stuff. When we talk about the security, there's a big issue that I really wanted to emphasize. And we speak about it when it actually happens. Security issues, protocols, whatever. I mean, Google Plus just announced they were going to close in october next year now it's april because it wasn't 50 million it was 500 million login password email addresses have been compromised and we're hearing this constantly i mean they've been talking about where people have been hacked in these information of, of documents are being accessible and we're seeing that with cameras right now your smartphone if you accepted when you downloaded an app that it says you will do you give permission to this app to use your camera and your microphone. You have completely given full release of that app at any time the app wants, not when you want, when the application wants it, meaning that your phone could be at any time recording you, could be recording the front and the back of the camera. And this is the part which is, I really want to remind people, hey, that's a really good program. Don't click OK or allow when you download an app. It comes at a cost. That cost is your security and your camera's on your phones when that program is open is constantly going to be able to be monitored.
0: And again, you don't know by whom and where that's going.
1: No, not at all. In in fact, there is a point in Arizona this past week, in fact, Wednesday, just to speak about cameras being compensated, a gentleman in Arizona was in his backyard and he had a Nest camera on the outside and the voice, this is classic. I love this. This is just going to put Canadians and it's a good, warm, heartfelt story. It was a white hat Hacker, And he came on the microphone, the gentleman was in the back in Arizona, clipping trees, whatever, lawn maintenance, and he heard through his camera voice, hello, uh, I need to let you know that I have been able to access your Nest uh, security uh, doorbell. Um, Don't be alarmed. I I just want you to know that your security needs to be tightened. I bought your information online with your username and password and I was able to access this system using it. I want you to be aware of that. I don't know where you are. I haven't turned on any of your other security cameras but I'm from Canada and I wanted you to be aware of the... I don't know where you are but I can tell it's somewhere warm climate but you do need to upgrade your security. This is like one of those like that's scary, creepy but yet at the same breath the big joke in the United states is even canadian hackers are friendly (laughs) we don't just take the information we actually will warn you about it advise where we got it and tell you you need to change it but it's a it's a kind of interesting story that's scary in the same breath i was going to actually share with everyone there's a website out there and it's called secam uh s-e-e cam it's got live feeds of cameras all over the world And this is free. This is available. You, right now, Bill, could go on this website. Anyone who's got their cameras not secure would be able to know that their cameras are being broadcasted on this website. And I've seen it from streets to homes. Uh, Anyone can do it. And this is available. So the bottom line is you need to make sure you change the password, folks. Do not just turn it on and make it work. Change it regularly. This is not a joke. This is quite serious where your phone's on your apps and your... um, I'm making this a, compir- uh, a conspiracy theory right now, Tech Talk, but it's it, this past week has really opened my eyes in how scary we've given access to others to our smart devices without keeping in mind we need to change the password on it.
0: Well, and, and you know, every time you hear a story about hackers, you always have to wonder, okay, am I secure? Yeah. The, the answer probably most cases is no.
1: No, no, that's right. And they were talking about what they're doing with this information. You've heard about all these bomb scares and everything that's going on right now. And a lot of it is they're being able to do more damage or fear-mongering, if you will, from the information they've been able to access through the internet. And a lot of it is because they have the login and passwords for people.
0: Uh, we got just a couple of minutes left uh, Blackberry still in the news This is kind of, this is a big deal
1: You know, it's a huge deal And again, it got such little press and in information Right now, Toronto, downtown Toronto There's a big, uh, we've talked about this Turning it into a smart city They're yeah. taking a city block And they're going to turn it into a smart city Where streets will talk to cars And the cars will talk to the sidewalk Your smartphone will talk to the road And you'll be able to know when to talk And move and, and uh, uh, operate anywhere Around the city of Toronto Well, Blackberry yes, is still in business and their systems are still superior to Google. I will say that. We just can't go out and buy Uh, uh, BlackBerry software is easily these days, uh, unless it's an Android system, but they're in the talks of putting the city of Ottawa on the map as a smart city to compete with Toronto, which means they're going to be taking about 16 square uh, kilometers and they want to turn it very similar into what Google's doing in Toronto. Why is that a big deal? Is the fact that BlackBerry has a lot more privacy components that give us, the users, a little more understanding that it's not going to be widely used uh, in the case of concerns with with Google in Toronto. Remember, they're an advertising firm. So they're looking for information to be able to use to build their revenue and that's where the revenue comes from. BlackBerry is going to be looking to implement the same system but giving us the users a lot more privacy control meaning you'll be able to know when you're accessing the road. The road wants permission and you'll only be able to use this during the time you give it access to your phone when you're involved in this smart city.
0: But these are like pilot projects. I mean the one in Toronto and obviously in Ottawa. Do you see this becoming more widespread?
1: Oh, Absolutely. I think this pilot project is just one step to figure out how we can create a smart environment. And the thing that gets me excited about BlackBerry is that how do you have a smart environment without fear of privacy being shared or given outside? Yeah. And we've seen that with Facebook and Google. I think this is something I'm I'm thinking will definitely help BlackBerry in their software development and security privacy settings, that if they are able to master this and incorporate a smart city, which is something we have to get used to. I saw an autonomous uh, self-driving uh, Honda Civic, downtown Hamilton on Bay Street and King. I was actually, I was in Hamilton limo going to a meeting and I looked out and I just think to myself, that is the future that is the future watching a self-driving car move around the city I mean it's like my first time in a horse and carriage watching uh, a a car for the first time I saw a Ford Model T and that was what the feeling was I this is uh, what it must have felt like in in 1905 watching a first uh, Henry Ford vehicle driving down the street
0: Uh, tech talk we do this every Friday at uh, 1130 brought to you by Hamilton limousine uh, with Adam Oldfield we'll see you next Friday thanks bill